What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Celtics Life Podcast. It's Monday. It's a new week. Hope everyone's doing well. I'm your host, Brandon, as always. It is currently Monday, March 6th. We're past the weekend, and we got some things to talk about about our Celtics. So hope everyone had a great weekend. Hope everyone did something fun, enjoyed themselves. So let's get straight to it. This isn't going to be a typical episode. This is going to be more of a dissection episode where we kind of go into some of the things that the Celtics have been doing recently. And I'm just going to start at the forefront. I am pissed, very pissed about the performances of the last two games going to the Brooklyn Nets and the New York Knicks. Both home games, keep in mind, for later. But March 3rd, we played the Brooklyn Nets. And Celtics had a 28-point lead. They ended up leading by 22 after the first quarter. And they led by 28 at one point. And they lost by 10 in that same very game. Just let that sink in. They were up 28 at one point and lost by 10 to the Brooklyn Nets. There's no Kevin Durant anymore. There's no Kyrie Irving anymore. Okay, Ben Simmons didn't even play, even though he's having a horrible season that's that's beside the point, but I don't understand how the Celtics could give up such a horrible, like, huge lead. 28 points. That hasn't happened since 2003. 2003. So 20 years ago, that hasn't happened. And somehow the Celtics found a way to just stop, take their foot off the gas. Brooklyn Nets came back. Honestly, they just, like, and they played really well. Mikel Bridges, like, he he's a stud. He's a stud. Like he, I mean, granted, like you know, they had to do what they had to do to get Kevin Durant and give up Mike Mikhail, But he's going to be huge for the Nets going forward in the future. He's good. He's a good player. He had thirty-eight and ten. But I'm just so pissed off, and I cannot believe like the Celtics somehow managed to blow a twenty-eight point lead. Jason Tatum, I have to blame for it a little bit because. He shot eight three-pointers and didn't hit a single one. He went 0 of 8 from 3. Shot 10 of 23, had 22 points, 13 rebounds, which is good, 5 assists. That you know, That's his usual stat line. But 0 of 8 from 3. I can't, I, to me, I just can't understand the rationale and the thought process of taking so many threes when you know they're not hitting. And it, it gets better. It gets better. So stay tuned because next game he... He does something also, but that's beside it. So, he shot eight threes, didn't hit a single one. I think he played a little soft on Friday, and that showed true because the Nets, they just kept playing with energy the entire game. And the Celtics just kept shooting too many three-pointers, in my opinion, and it really didn't bode well for them. It really didn't. Like, it's, it gets to a point where... Yeah, you're up by 28 points, but that does not mean that you take your foot off the gas and you just say, okay, well, we're just going to keep taking three-pointers and try to, you know, put the nail in the coffin. That's not what happened. (laughs) That's not even close to what happened. I, I honestly couldn't believe it. I watched the whole game live. I really could not believe what I witnessed. 
the fact that we were able to give up 28 points and just... Honestly, the Nets, like, after they took the lead back, there was no chance we were coming back after that. No chance. They had their foot on the gas, they took the lead, and they did not look back. They outscored us in every quarter after the first. They scored 40 points in the second, 34 in the third, and 26 in the fourth. Celtics actually struggled each quarter after the first. They scored 37, which is good at the first, then 27, 20, and then 21. So huge, huge decline afterwards. So it's mind-boggling to me a little bit to see the Celtics pull something like this in this late in the season. You're up by 28 points, nearly 30, and you give up the lead. And you have to play catch-up. Like, hold yourselves accountable a little bit. Jalen, I thought, played really well. Jalen actually had a great stat line. He... he had a better shot selection. He had 35, 15 to 27, 3 of 8, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Jalen played very well. And Jalen's been playing well as of late. As he always is. But Tatum, way too many 3-pointers. 0 of 8, that just can't happen. Like, if the 3s aren't falling for him, he's it's not it's not a good sight. It's, it's not a good sight. Take it to the cup. Take it to the rim. Draw fouls. Get some free throws. Get your rhythm going a little bit. Then maybe you could start taking some threes. But he gets a little too trigger happy when he comes off the screen. Like when he comes off the high screen and rolls. And yeah, he gets the looks. Like he's open. But there's also times where he could just drive to the rim because he's put on a lot of size. He could get right to the rim and finish athletically with the best of them. Sometimes we've seen it in countless games. I, sometimes he just loves resorting to the three-pointer, and that's all good and well. But if they're not falling, then forget about it. Guys like Marcus struggle too shooting. Um, Marcus, you know, had a he actually had a good shooting night against Brooklyn. Not so much against the Knicks. Um, not a great performance from Al. Rob did okay. Rob played 19 minutes against Brooklyn. Bench really was. Invisible. Sam Hauser at six. Grant once again, one point in seventeen minutes. No Malcolm Brogdon, so that kind of played large in the offense a little bit. We were definitely missing Malcolm these past few games, so that goes into it. But I, I'm just. It's so late in the season, and you would think that after all the the stuff that's happened in the beginning of the season, where they've had the big leagues and like occasionally have blown them, like we've seen this last year too. We have seen this last year where when we were under Ime that we've given up big leads, and that's led to you know talk in the locker room and stuff. So it's it's horrible. It's a horrible loss. There's no other way around it. No other way you could put it, but, you know, the Celtics had to move on, and they had to move on to the next game, unfortunately. It's a, it, it, it should have been a one game. You're up by 28. Win the damn game. You're playing against the Brooklyn Nets, who are in a different kind of, you know, mode as terms of what they're trying to do with their team. But the Nets just simply pay, play better than the Celtics, like, pretty much the entire game, except for the first quarter. That's But the rest of the game, all Nets. All Nets. So, but, if you think that was good, the Celtics played 
the Celtics played the, the New York Knicks last night, okay, and they lost a 17-point lead when they were up by a lot. They blew a 17-point lead. They went to double overtime and lost to the Knicks once again. Seems the Knicks have the Celtics number this year, unfortunately. But once again, it's a tale of... Tatum shot 17 three-pointers. 17, and he only hit six. Last time I checked, he's not Steph Curry. Jason Tatum is not Stephen Curry. I like He scored 40 points, so you would think it's a good shooting night, but it wasn't. He shot 12 of 30, 6 of 17 from 3. That, that Any metric, that's not good shooting. And any metric, that's not good shooting. Jalen Brown played well once again. The, the bench was... The bench was, like, abysmal. Abysmal. Like, guys played... Excuse me. Guys played a ton of minutes. Tatum played 49. Jalen played 47. Al played 46. Marcus played 39. And Derek played 32. And Grant played 44. No Rob, as, unfortunately, he has been diagnosed with a hamstring injury. So, he's probably going to miss the next 7 to 10 days. So, we definitely missed him on the glass and the rebounding, and the the shot blocking. Because guys like Emmanuel Quickly, who had a career night, a guy like Rob could definitely help with a guy like Quickly who gets to the rim. And, I mean, Emmanuel Quickly, like, like, the Knicks were missing Jalen Brunson. But it didn't seem like that because Emmanuel Quickly came in and pretty much played exactly like Jalen Brunson. So, no difference there. Julius Randle had 31. R.J. Barrett had 29. Like, these guys. And the Knicks went on a crazy run. They went on a 19-2 run, I think, in the third. And then the Celtics went on a crazy run in the fourth. Uh, went into overtime. And it, from there, like, it, it, I, don't, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of speechless. Like, it's crazy to me because, once again... The Celtics didn't really shoot the ball well. They shot 39% from the field, 35% from three. They shot 88% from the line, which is great. But at the end of it, a guy like Emmanuel Quickly, like somehow the Celtics don't have an answer for him. Somehow, some way, they don't have an answer for him. He had a career night, like I said. And the Celtics once again blew a huge lead in back-to-back games. Back-to-back at home. The crowd is on your side. Celtics just get too trigger-happy with the three-pointers. Like I said, Tatum took 17 threes. Not okay. Not okay for a superstar. Not okay for your best player, who should be leading the way. Shot 12 of 30. Marcus didn't really shoot the ball well, particularly. But Celtics were in position to win that game, and they didn't. They couldn't close it out. So, once again, the Celtics have lost two straight at home. And now they go to Cleveland tonight. We'll see what kind of resolve the Celtics have in that game. But these two losses sting. There's no other way around it. These two losses sting for any, you know, anybody. I fully believe the Celtics will get back on track, but, like, this stings. Like, it's... First of all, it's two division rivals, number one. Number two, now there's a bunch of talk that the Knicks could be a tough first-round matchup, or, excuse me, playoff matchup for the Celtics. And 
if you look at a seven-game series, like they're, the Celtics match up with every team in the East and the West, for that matter. So, you know, now the media is going to get behind these guys, and the Celtics don't look good right now in the public eye after these two games, and rightfully so. They should be embarrassed about what happened. They should completely be embarrassed about what happened these past two games but you got to flush it out and you got to move on like you got to get your groove back like Tatum said he's confident that they will I'm confident that they will it's a little hiccup Joe's very confident in these guys as he should and you got to move on but you have to figure out different ways to score when the threes are not falling I understand, like I said before in a previous episode, Celtics are second in the league in three-point attempts. So we take a lot of threes. That being said, if the three is open, sure, you do take it. However, there are opportunities to score in other areas of the floor, like the mid-range, the floater, you know, like Tatum. Like, I want him to get to the cup more and draw more fouls. He's going to get calls. Whether he just doesn't want to, that's different. But for me, I would like to see Tatum get to the hole more and then, you know, shoot the threes. Get yourself going at the line a little bit. Pick your spots. He's done that before, but recently he's, since the All-Star break, you know, he's been a little, you know, been a little slow. He had that one great game against Cleveland at home a few days ago, but since then it's been very rocky. But Jalen's been very consistent, so maybe we should need to go to Jalen a little bit more in late game situations because Jalen's been good in the clutch due to the to the numbers. So, but I'm I'm very I'm very animated about this twenty eight point lead blown to the Brooklyn Nets is not something I ever imagined. But and then on top of that, to blow a seventeen point lead because the Celtics lost to the Knicks like a few days prior so you would think that they would want to take it to them and beat them on their own home floor I was very excited for that game and it was a great game don't get me wrong but watching it through and through it wasn't you know typical Celtics basketball where as Tatum said they have their swagger on both ends of the floor they're playing really confidently the offense is like a juggernaut at times, and the defense is locked in. We're just we're not, we're not seeing that recently. And again, you gotta figure you gotta figure these things out. You gotta figure them out. I'm confident that they will. They'll get it done. But these two losses sting, and I'm very mad about it. And that's all I gotta say on it. I wanted to, like I said, this episode. There are going to be times where the Celtics do lose horrible games, and these are you know. These are some of them. These are some of them. It's just a trend that cannot continue going forward as we approach later into March and we get we start getting into April when the season starts becoming to an end because the Celtics are still in position to get the first seed. They're they set at 45 and 20 now, 45 and 20. And they are a game and a half back from the Bucks. The Bucks, you know, they lost to the Sixers the other night, so they're out of their 16-game win streak. But they are one and a half games back, so it's still possible. It's still very possible for them to snag that second seed. So Celtics got to figure it out. They will, and 
that's that. We'll see how they play in Cleveland tonight. Hopefully they have better resolve. Hopefully they have a better game plan offensively, better shot selection, and hopefully Tatum can break out of the slump a little bit and lead by example. So I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Just wanted to get this episode out, share my thoughts on it. I'm sure you guys all feel the same, so I wanted to share that with everybody. I will probably have an episode out tomorrow, so please stay tuned for that. If you guys are following on Spotify, you already know when the episodes drop. However, if you don't and you want to follow, follow my Twitter account at MySubIsBetter. That is at MySubIsBetter. Or follow my Instagram account at Celtics underscore underscore life. If you guys do pay attention to those, you will know when episodes are dropped. So please stay tuned for that. I, again, appreciate everyone listening to this podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. These These games just really sting. And hopefully the Celtics can right the ship a little bit and get back to the Celtics basketball that we know. So I hope everyone has a great rest of their day. Enjoy yourselves, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Go Seas.